Welcome to a Pulp Event podcast, brought to you by the Pulpnet, your link to the online world of the pulp magazines for over 25 years. Online at thepulp.net. In this Pulp Event podcast, Christopher Paul Carey and Kathy Will Banks discuss the news from Tarzana, thrilling updates from Edgar Rice Burroughs Incorporated. Christopher is Director of Publications at Edgar Rice Burroughs Incorporated, and Kathy is Vice President of Operations there. The panel was part of HerbFest, held in conjunction with PulpFest. This event was recorded on Friday, August 20, 2021, at PulpFest 2021 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Welcome everyone, thank you for coming. So you're looking at our office. That's a little office that we um, work in every day. It feels like home. It's located in sunny Southern California in Tarzana in uh, San Fernando Valley. And I know um, several of you have been there and it's a really charming, wonderful place. So if you ever get an opportunity to come over, we do do tours on an appointment basis and I highly recommend it. It's just such a unique place. We, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, as you probably know, moved to Tarzana in 1919 to be close to the movies, 1918. He bought 550 acres from General Gray Otis from the LA Times, and um, he built this office in 1923, no, 1927. 1927. Incorporated in 23. So um, the, the building is just fantastic. It's original, and it's um, just, Christopher can tell you, it's, there's a real, um, feeling it's historical so um, it's home sweet home and um, I'm fortunate enough to be the VP of operations I've been there 30 odd years and uh, I love it love my job and every day is different so that's a little bit about me and we just recently brought on Christopher Paul Carey who is our director of publishing uh, three years two years now three years going on almost on almost to three yeah. <laughs> almost three yeah <laughs> And uh, when Jim and I had first had the opportunity to bring Christopher on board, we were really um, excited, to say the least, because we finally are having somebody creative come on board. It had been many, many years, too many years, before we had had someone who had the insight, the passion, the knowledge, the creativity, and the desire to move things forward. He came on with a lot of different ideas and different approaches for the publishing program. And I feel like, as you can see in the past two plus years, we have, we decided it was 17 books. I, I was recounting, I think it's 18. 18 books? I think it's 18. 18 yeah. books in the last two plus years, which is a, an amazing schedule for publishing, any publishing house. So we're really proud of where we were and what we're doing. And as we move forward, we can hope to continue and uh, to continue to grow the, the whole program. So. That's a little bit about uh, my thoughts on it. Christopher, you want to? <laughs> about the company as a whole? Uh, yeah. I mean, there really is an ambiance to the place. You can yeah. feel the history there. Yeah. Um, and you see the old pictures of, like, you know, ERB sitting on his, was sitting there with a Tarzan actor sitting on his desk. And, you know, like, yeah. uh, Kathy works actually at Edgar Rice Burroughs' desk. It's an amazingly, like, yeah. carved desk with, like, faces in it, and it's really, really cool. Very so, humbling. <laughs> you know, yeah, so uh, it's an amazing experience, but um, let's get on with our show here. Yeah. Oh, did I go too far? So we talked about the Beyond the Farthest Star, so there's not much more to, to say there unless new people walked in, but this is a restored edition, restoring Edgar Rice Burroughs' original text. Turned out the Blue Book text for part one was very, very heavily edited. Uh, whole pages, whole manuscript pages were cut. Um, and edits on just about every page. 
So we've uh, put out this really nice edition with the new frontispiece by artist Mark Schultz, interior illustrations by Roy G. Krenkel. I wrote a preface talking about the, um, uh, the restoration and what, what, what had been cut and why, why perhaps it was cut. Um, uh, science fiction author and critic Paul DeFilippo uh, wrote the introduction, wrote a really great introduction. We just did a YouTube video with him if you want to mm -hmm. search for that on, on YouTube. Um, and then we have a, a nice section of bonus materials from our archives. We do that with our authorized library books, the Tarzan books we've been putting out lately. But we have like lots of scans from the, of Edgar Rice Burroughs' correspondence, his notebooks, his drawings, uh, a lot of the reproductions of covers and artwork and things like that. So we're very, very proud of this new edition. So moving on. Um, and we do, that just um, released here at the con. We have the paperback. We have a few copies of the paperback left. It's going right. fast. We'll yep. probably sell out by the yep. end of tomorrow. Yep. So one of the major uh, publishing initiatives that I launched uh, was the Egg Race Birds Universe. We first announced it in 2019. I was here at Pulp Fest talking about it in 2019 and did a big uh, overview of it. Uh, now we have three books out. We just released the John Carter book, but we have uh, Matt Betts, who's an author here. He's in the back there. Um, uh, did Carson and Venus, The Edge of All Worlds, which was the debut book in the line of the new books. Um, and uh, that was followed by Tarzan Battle for Pellucidar by Wynn Scott Eckert. Wynn, of course, is a Pulp Fest standard. Um, he's a great guy, an amazing author. Um, so, um, and then um, a great author named Gary Gravel has written a number of books for Del Rey um, in the past. Um, he uh, did, he's a longtime Edgar Rice Burroughs and particularly Barsoom fan, wrote John Carter of Mars. Do I have that our next slide? No. <laughs> I'll have to talk about that later, but he did, did that. We'll talk about that in just a second. But So the other thing is the ERB universe, these new books under the ERB universe books, we're considering them canon. And we're sort of dividing it into just uh, canon has a lot of, it's a loaded term. It's got a lot of, a lot of um, uh, different connotations to it. But the sense that we're using it, we're sort of dividing it into core canon and expanded canon, just to make it clear. Core canon is the original sacred text by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Um, and, uh, and then the expanded canon is consistent with the core canon and also consistent with, with each new story being written. So that's the way that it's kind of different from the Wild Adventures of Edgar Rice Burroughs series that went before. That was, um, didn't have uh, as much cohesion, so the, the authors were allowed to kind of go off in their own directions with it. Some of them are very true to Burroughs. Some of them are diverging and more creative with Irby's uh, ideas and characters. Um, but we had a lot of... I got a lot of input that people wanted to have uh, a consistent series, uh, consistent with ERB and just moving it forward in the timeline. And Christopher has a relationship with American mythology. Well, actually, we all do. <laughs> and you're going to see this logo on various projects and properties and, and books and whatnot. And uh, speaking of that, the comic books that we have recently published with American mythology has the logo on it, so you'll be able to tell that that has been um, blessed or, or approved yeah. by the corporation. Uh, yeah, I'm the ERB Universe Creative Director. Uh, so basically, I, I work really closely with Mike Wolford, in particular at American Mythology, to make sure that their new comics that are going to bear that logo actually line up with the canon. Mm -hmm. We do our best. Um, and if you're curious about it, you can go to erbrows.com slash ERBU canon. 
and you can see the list of the stuff that we're, we've put into the Canon, and that list will be constantly added to as new products come out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what do we got next? Here we go. go. John Carter Mars, <laughs> Gods of the Forgotten by Gary Grable. It's spelled like Geary Gravel, but it's Gary Grable, it's pronounced. Um, he's a fantastic author. Um, this is really the first John Carter of Mars novel since Skeleton Men of, uh, uh, of Jupiter by ERB. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, um, I, does that does that actually line up, or is it actually Giants of Mars? But this is the first canonical one. <laughs> anyway, we're actually I should mention we're not. If you saw the the previous panel and um, uh, in Henry's Henry Franke's previous panel. Um, uh, in the canon list, what's interest, this might be of interest to people. We're not actually putting John Carter and the Giant of Mars into our canon. We're not considering that canon just because it was not written by ERB, and there are some canon problems with that story. <laughs> um, but uh, this is available now in uh, paperback, hardcover, and collector's edition, and uh, the Kindle, Kindle will be going live very soon. The audiobook will get, be going live in about a month, I think. Um, and uh, we are going to be um, starting to ship out pre-orders next week. So uh, we had a few advanced copies here at the con that we had sold, but we're almost out. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. uh, I, sh I should mention there's also a bonus story in there by uh, a great author, Anne Tonsorzetti, and it's a Victory Harbin story uh, called uh, Victory Harbin Stormwinds of Bonnet. So this is a big, a big announcement here, a big scoop at this panel. Breaking news. Uh, breaking news. Um, <laughs> We have signed uh, Jeffrey J. Marriott uh, to write a novella. Uh, it's going to be a standalone novella, so we're branching off into doing short, shorter works, published uh, standalone, called Tarzan in the Forest of Stone. And um, this is going to be set. So people, a lot of people have asked, are you just going to keep going? Because the ERBU super arc started in 1950 and goes forward, so we're kind of symbolically moving past ERB, you know, when ERB passed away in 1950. But people have asked, are you going to go be going back and doing anything earlier? And the answer is yes. So this, this story here is set after the events of Tarzan and the Lion Man. If you read that book, you know Tarzan went to Hollywood and sort of had his shot at trying out for Tarzan, <laughs> the role of the movie Tarzan, and, and failed miserably, <laughs> which was ERB's commentary on the, on, on the depictions of Tarzan in Hollywood. Uh, but uh, so this is set right after the events of that. So... Uh, uh, Tarzan actually uh, meets up with ERB at the beginning of it and then heads eastward on a train uh, and then runs into adventure. So the Forest of Stone is actually referring to the, um, uh, uh, the, petrified, the petrified Forest National Park. And when will that so, be available? So that will be available sometime next year. I don't have a date, a date on you. Actually, I just got the manuscript uh, literally like the day before we left. Uh, Jeff turned over the manuscript, um, but he's a fantastic writer. We met at the Dum Dum Convention in uh, in Arizona in 2019, um, and really had a good rapport. And uh, um, uh, and so recently, I reached out to him to see if he'd be interested in doing something. And this is the story he pitched to me. So That's great! Um, really excited about that. We'll have more details about that coming in the coming months. So. Make sure you all are signed up for the newsletter that we have. Uh, if you go to our website, there's a little uh, box you can enter your email uh, to make sure that you're getting all of the breaking news. So um, that way you keep up on everything. Yeah. Yep. 
So uh, here we, again, this is what Kathy was talking about earlier. We have the ERB Universe uh, comic books. These are two new series. I'm really, I can't tell you how excited I am. I'm not, this is not just PR stuff. I love these comic books. Um, so we're exploring uh, Beyond the Farthest Star. Because one day we may have an author finish Beyond the Farthest Star, because that really ends on a cliffhanger, the end part two of, of that, of that uh, storyline, story um, we decided to do something a little different with Beyond the Farthest Star, the comic book series. And um, since there are 10 unexplored worlds in that solar system, we sent uh, our new, new ERB heroine, Victory Harbin, to Beyond the Farthest Star, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to the Omos system. So she's on the planet Xandar, kind of on the almost the opposite side of the solar system from Pelota, where Beyond the Farthest Star by ERB was set. Um, and so this is great. You're going to. Um, She's been sort of hopping around. If you've read the ERB universe, she's kind of quantum leaping around the, uh, the, the ERB universe. Um, so that's, that's kind of the explanation of how she gets there. And then this other story storyline here is that Pelusvar crossed Savage Seas. Uh, the blonde there is uh, Gretchen von Harbin. That's actually Victory's mother. Um, so we have the mother and daughter <laughs> storylines going on at the same time. That was just a coincidence that that happened. Um, and um, she was the protagonist from Tarzan, uh, the juvenile Tarzan novel, Tarzan and the Tarzan Twins with uh, uh, Jad Ja, the Golden Lion. And she was a 12-year-old girl at the time, but here she's grown up and she's in her early 20s, and she goes to Pellucidar. Um, so. And she meets a handsome man. And or she meets she? a handsome man. That's Vic- <laughs> that's Victory's dad right there. No. <laughs> Are you giving away too much? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. So. Um, uh, and this was actually based on a, um, a novel outline that I, I had pitched to Jim Sullis before I worked for the company, before I wrote Swords Against the Moon Men for the company. Yeah. Um, but he already had Lee Strong lined up for a Pellucidar novel, so he wanted to do something different. So I ended up uh, uh, writing Swords Against the Moon Men. So Mike Wolfer was, uh, wanted to uh, do a new Pellucidar series. It's like, I don't really know what, it's gonna, what it should be about. You know? And I'm like, well, I have this outline if you want it want to use it and he took he took a look at it and he loved it amazing. so and he did an amazing job adapting the script so um he's he's got a he's a really talented uh, script writer so uh those those should both be coming out i believe sometimes it's hard to tell with previews and stuff but I'm, i've gotten some confirmation from mike mike conran here that those should both be coming out next week i believe august 25th so go ask your local comic store to order them in and then oh Jane Porter <laughs> so one of the uh, hmm, how do we even start <laughs> Jane is finally having her day <laughs> it's really exciting um, now in the world of entertainment many of you have seen that women are now you know lead characters and they're really strong and capable and they're taking the lead on, on a lot of the storylines so why not Jane it's her time so what we've done is uh, brainstormed how we wanted to approach this and to, how to develop her into her own uh, strong woman. And um, this came up as an idea to remain current and actual modern with the technologies and the approaches. So we went through Kickstarter for a comic book and Mike Wolfer and Christopher Palkieri were uh, the writers and the creative developers. And uh, we're doing really, really well. The Kickstarter closes though any time, right? But then, yeah, it's within hours, I think. Yeah. So it's right at the, the. So if you want to get this, 
This is a Kickstarter edition. That's the first edition of this comic book. And like, it's the first time that Jane has appeared as the feature character, mm -hmm. uh, the title character uh, in a comic book. And it's also the first time that our nearly century old company has directly published a comic book. Right. Um, so I, and you can see here, 191 backers, you know, um, not a whole lot that we're printing of that, of the Kickstarter edition of this comic book. Um, and so if you want to, if you're in the ERB collecting, this is right. going to be a hard to get one yes. in, in the future. So. And you'll notice that logo too, right there too. That shows you that it's authorized. Oh yeah. And it's canon. Yeah. So. And uh, we got some more, we got the full yeah. cover here. Um, yeah. That's the first comic book featuring Jane in the lead role. And it's the first one published by ERB Inc. Um, that we've also developed three photo variant covers and also Jane Porter new add-on merchandise So you got to check it out. You just go to kickstarter.com and it's super easy And there. it's it's not only a good way to kind of um, raise a little bit of funds to help Subsidize the cost, but it's also it's a new way of uh, distributing to a new audience uh, we through Mike Wolfer uh, He's we've kind of leaned on him for his expertise and he's done a lot of Kickstarters and this has just been a new way to reach the new audiences and, and younger people, older people alike go on to Kickstarter for collectibles. So it's a great new avenue and we're always looking for other ways to distribute. So we thought, you know, this is a great time to try it. So, and so we have these <laughs> photo variant, variant covers here yes. and I'll, yes. I'll let Kathy talk about that because she so has a personal connection here. <laughs> beautiful young lady here happens to be my son's wife. And she is also our office manager. So, um, not office manager. Operations, operations manager. manager. Yep. Yes, operations yep. manager. So we recently hired her about a year and a couple months ago. And she's come on board and just brought so much energy and passion. She, she's a huge Tarzan fan. Absolutely loves the books and came on board. And she had this initiative that she wanted to become Jane Porter. Um, so we absolutely said yes. So we took her out to the desert and took all these photos. And, and this, the Jungle Jane image is of her actually sitting in our front um, area of, of the office. What we call the jungle out front. So, yes, yeah. yeah, it's great. So um, we're really proud of them and very excited to have her on board. She's just really brought a lot of energy and excitement to yeah. the whole team. And yeah, and speaking as the guy who runs the publishing she's really helped with like getting all the accounting and everything <laughs> like so I don't have to worry about it because she's just so smart yeah so um, but uh, moving on so okay um, so we have uh, a new wild adventures of egg race Burroughs book coming out called skies of Venus um, and it's by uh, Neil Romanek I believe that's the way he pronounces it um, and uh, it's a really interesting book. Um, uh, I really liked the, the writing in it. Uh, very solid writer. Um, and he's, uh, if this is not Carson on the cover here, if you can see, he's got some tattoos on him. Um, he's uh, uh, really um, sort of an anti-hero who gets flung to, uh, in, in, under mysterious circumstances to, uh, to Amtor. Um, and, uh, and then kind of has to figure out what the heck is going on. I'm not going to spoil why he got brought there and uh, how, that, how that happened and all, but um, it's set actually in the present day. Um, 
so this is a this is a modern day man going to to Amtor, uh, and it's such a unique take. It really does use the canon as the as the um, the foundation, but it moves it forward. If if I had to compare it to anything, it's got it's got a lot of political intrigue in it. Um, uh, if I had to compare it to anything, it would be like a Game of Thrones, like ERB meets the Game Game of Thrones, you know. Um, so he did a fantastic job. So I'm actually working on that, producing that book now. So well, there should be an announcement very soon on, on that a pre-order announcement. Um, so, and then we have, um, this is Tarzan Conqueror of Mars, which came out last year uh, during the pandemic uh, by Will Murray, of course, everybody knows Will, who comes to Pulp Fest. Um, and this was uh, his, you know, crossover between Tarzan, of course, and John Carter. Um, and so, um, but we had he. Uh, the big news here, I guess, is that Will passed off to us his signed contract for a new book uh, here, right here at Pulp Fest. Breaking news. Um, and we will uh, look for a special announcement about that uh, on ERB's birthday, September first, on Facebook, uh, the Facebook group for the love of all things Egg Race Burrows. They're going to have a virtual convention called um, ERB Love Fest, uh, hosted by Jess Carroll. A lot of people here might know Jess because uh, he's been to Pulp Fest a couple times, so um, and well known in borough circles. So that uh, that is coming. So we're very excited about that. Will has a great idea. I loved it when he pitched it. Um, so uh, we'll probably be doing. I'm uh, hoping to do a video interview with him uh, mm -hmm. about the, about the book. Um, uh, for hopefully to go up on, on Facebook during that, that uh, virtual convention. So. And then oh, the, the, the fonts didn't work on this, sorry about that. <laughs> we had some font problems in the, with the, the slide projector, but um, Gary Buckingham, who's here at the show, has uh, Tarzan and the Lion of Judah coming out. Um, that will be put out by Altus Press. Um, and. Um, I believe he's aiming to get that out this fall. Um, is Gary here? He's made oh, okay. <laughs> so you can stop by the Burroughs Bibliophiles table and talk to him about it. I'm sure he'd love to talk to you about it. Did he want um, to have it available for the Dum Dum? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, it's so okay. Check by his check yeah, his table. Check, his check the Burroughs Bibliophiles table, and you can talk to him about that. Yeah. That's another new Tarzan, and this will be in the Wild Adventures series. So. Um, and then you want to talk oh, a little course. bit about this? Oh, gosh, this is one of my, my most favorite books right now. Uh, we just got these in the office uh, about two weeks ago, and it's such an experience to actually open the whole thing. You just have layer after layer of beautiful, wonderful treasures that you find in there. You've got, uh, you've got the book, and you've got... Tell them about the, the little... Um, Oh, there's a lantern slide in there. So the old silent movies, they used to uh, like uh, kind of do uh, little advertisements, and they would project um, light through the this uh, colored slide, so you'd get a color uh, image up on the screen. And I think this one, I think this is for the Elmo Lincoln. If, I, if I'm oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's really super cool. I, I I didn't know that was going to be in there. I think I think he slipped that in there toward the end. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And. Uh, it was just fantastic. And there's a replica of ERB's pen that he used mm -hmm. to write Tarzan of the Apes mm -hmm. um, in there. And that's a, a pen or a magnet right there, the Tarzan of the Apes. Oh, that, uh, the that, that's, yeah. a, that's like a medallion. It's like a metal okay. medallion kind of thing. Um, 
And so this is available on ERB books. And those the paperclip things down there, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. It's not just yeah. the things you see on the top. There's a whole bunch of historical documents that have been reproduced, including ERB's original contract to Tarzan of the Apes, which we mm -hmm. ourselves at the archive, you know, in our archives are missing that. We don't have it. But a collector know. had it, and uh, yeah. Jim Gerlach, who publishes, uh, you know, these produces these books for us, right. uh, found that. Um, uh, knew, knew about that connection and got that reproduced. So we're lucky we have one copy here, if anybody's interested. It's uh, currently going for $250. Yeah, a big, big book. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. Slipcase. Highly recommend it. So, yeah, and you can also get it on erbbooks.com. So that's not our website. A lot of, there's also often confusion. That's Jim yeah. Gerlach's website. Mm -hmm. Right. We're at erburrows.com. Yeah. And then. So, these are some uh, um, covers from Audi Oasis Audio, who is our master licensee. They have been contracted exclusively to develop audiobooks for our um, publishing program, and um, they are available on Amazon.com slash Tarzan. Yeah, they're also on Audible.com. It's, we have them, we've been categorized, it's easy to find them, because this is our little Amazon store, and we have nice tabs, and we've been adding things to them, so like the easiest way to find them is probably that way, but if you have an Audible subscription, you can go to audible.com and, and get them too, but um, he, uh, Steve Smith, president of uh, Oasis, um, is a great guy, he's, uh, we're gonna do a panel with him at Windy City mm -hmm. uh, next month, um, He's got an ambitious program, so we'll, we're also going to. They're also going to be putting out um, a, bu a bunch of the wild adventures very, very soon. They're going to try to do a rigorous release schedule with and get all the wild adventures out. So that's pretty exciting. And um, John Carter of Mars, uh, like I said, Gods of the Forgotten. John Carter of Mars, Gods of the Forgotten, will be coming out on audio. I think toward late late September. We tried to get a simultaneous release, but. I kind of screwed it up because I, I'm still tinkering with the text to the last minute. <laughs> but the narrator but, is supposed to be fabulous. Yeah, he's done with it already. So it's already produced. They just need to get it into distribution. And the, the narrator is wonderful. Okay. Yeah, John, John McLean. Oh, Gru. Oh, Gru. <laughs> How many of you have seen this? <laughs> How many of you like it? <laughs> it's hilarious. It's really fun. So this was uh, Sergio Argonis and Thomas Yates, and they brainstormed and wrote this and published it through Dark Horse. And we had the pleasure of doing a Comic-Con panel with them, a virtual panel that was released just in July. And it's going to be four comic books, four and then it'll be compiled into a, a trade paperback. Um, and it's just great. The way that they've approached it, it's, been, it's really a fun read. So I highly recommend you check it out. Yeah, and you know, th this is meant to be fun. Sergio is the first person to say, I, I respect the canon, mm -hmm. and like, I'm not trying yeah. to, to, like, you know, violate, any violate anything or mock Tarzan or anything. <laughs> right. And the, he has a really inter fu funny, interesting premise, which is basically he gets conked on the head and then imagines this scenario. <laughs> so it's really fun. He's a great it's guy. Great. I, I recommend uh, check, tracking, tracking down his, uh, com his Comic Con panels yeah. where he talks about this. It's really fun. Yeah. Oh, this is big, big breaking oh, yeah, news. Big so breaking news one again. of the big questions we always get: What is it? At, where are the Tarzan comics? Exactly. Where are the Tarzan exactly. comics? Why aren't there so. new comics? So, um, we recently got an inquiry from Darkside Media, 
and they were very passionate about doing three new comic books on Tarzan the Untamed, and uh, they're going to launch their Kickstarter program through September 14th. And again, the Kickstarter is mainly used for distribution, uh, awareness, and you know, collectability. They ha- they're going to have a lot of different merchandise. We're partnering with them, so to speak, and that will contribute merchandise for the program. And uh, we're looking forward to developing more new comic book material from Tarzan. Yeah, and they've got that's the I think the variant cover there. Um, but yeah, look for more information about that um, coming up on mm-hmm. social on both Darkside Media social media, and we'll be posting about it too. But this is breaking news. This is yep. no one has known about this till this panel. So. And again, there's a, there, it's a new Canon uh, logo that we're we're going to tell you about that in yeah. a minute. Yeah, this is a not a Canon logo. No, an author, not a Canon. Author, I'm sorry. So it's that logo right there, basically yeah. authorized by mm-hmm. by ERB Inc. So just a stamp of approval there. <laughs> We're going to get into some merchandise now as to um, some of the things that we've been working on. Uh, These two statues are of Dejathoris, as you can see. They were both developed, um, oh gosh, the Sideshow one has been a couple years now, but the Quarantine Studios was just recently, it's recently available, uh, it's for pre-order, and they're available both on Sideshow.com. So they're based on some of the art by Dynamite Comics. And uh, the the, the sideshow, the premium statue is ginormous. It's just huge. It's beautifully done, but it's just really big. So I highly recommend you check those out. That's a couple of uh, merchandise items. Yeah, and we're we're in talks to maybe do some more statues. So we're we're looking at our catalog of heroes and heroines to see who who you might want to do. Yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, this is also another one of my initiatives. Uh, so I've been working with an agent in Germany who has connect us, connected us with a uh, website called My Postcard, and they do sell in the United States as well. Um, it's hilarious. It's so fun. They're little postcards, and you can actually put your, your own image on one side of them, and you have the Tarzan on the other side. And uh, so they've put little phrases. Some of them are so funny, like the one... Take it easy, bro. You know, and uh, it's they're they're really great. Some of them are just hilarious. So you can have a cover, a comic book cover on one side, and you can make a you can write a little message on the other and send it directly from their website to someone around the world. So and, and some of them just have the classic you know mm-hmm. comic art and stuff like that yeah. too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just another avenue of a totally different product that's kind of out of the box. Yeah. We were talking earlier about how people we don't think realize. People often, I think, wonder what we, what is it that we do, but yeah. we get, we are just inundated with inquiries about um, yeah. licensing and merchandising yeah. and things like that, and yeah. they, things like this grow out of that, you yeah. know. Yeah. So. He's the Marcus, the agent. He's got several other products going on too. He does a Poster Lounge, which is just images and art, and um, a few other, you know, agreements that are only for Europe. So we're doing a lot of things just around the world, and yeah. it's it's a lot, but. Yeah. So this is um, a story that uh, we've been growing quite a bit in the past uh, two years or so. So Amazon.com slash Tarzan, and you can see we've totally restructured it within the last year. 
where now we have a shop by brand option and we've got all the different brands there. Not only are we gonna have the books there, but we also have apparel, clothing, t-shirts, sweatshirts, all sorts of different types of things. There's the audio books, so you can go right on to that uh, drop-down menu and get some of the audio, audio books. Yeah, the thing about Amazon is it's hard sometimes to find stuff because of the formats, but we have it categorized, so we'll have the Audible editions, the downloads, and then you'll have the, the MP3 CDs, and then the audio CDs, which are different from MP3 CDs. So the, we have it nicely categorized, because otherwise there's so much ERB and Tarzan stuff on there, and yeah. uh, this is the easiest way to get yeah. get to it. We're constantly adding new items to it as our product line grows. Um, if you go to the next screen, we have gone through with uh, Charlotte's help and developed a whole new line of um, products on Zazzle.com. So we've got Jane Porter. She's got all sorts of different kinds of merchandise, Girl from Hollywood. We also have a new line called Tarzanimals that's strictly for children. And it's just adorable, the different products and the artwork that goes with it. Of course, John Carter there. But there's several different stores, and in the stores they have different, all sorts of interesting things. Like I think she developed socks and sunglasses and... <laughs> Yeah, like a cover for your cell phone and just all sorts of a notebook and just really interesting things. So we've, we, uh, we're excited to bring new merchandise to the market. So this is from Jim. He sends his regards to everybody. He, uh, Jim is our, our president. Yeah, so, yeah. Many of you know him. Um, great guy. It's, uh, he started in 2008 and um, our whole approach to... Um, fandom and, and everything has just been opened up, as many of you know. So he sent this update for us to share with you. Um, option agreements currently for film and television. We've got Carson of Venus, a live-action theatrical film under its uh, second, um, in, in its second term. There's three in total. Each term is approximately 12 months to 18 months in time. The Tarzan performance capture and action animation for TV is also in its second term. Uh, it takes a while for things to be developed in Hollywood, as you all know. We're trying to get things going with Netflix or Amazon or Apple or all of the other streaming services, but each thing, there's all these complicated steps that go along with it. So these two are with studios right now, and they're, they're under contract, and they're, they're supposedly in development, which means that they've got a team working on writing them and editing them and that sort of thing. And then, of course, you have got to deal with financing and all of that. So those two properties right now are pretty much locked down. The other ones are under shopping agreement, and you can see how many we have. It's a pretty good selection there, a good list. So okay. Shopping agreement, for, for those who don't know, um, that's where an agent, basically an agent, someone we've authorized has it and is out shopping it to studios, trying mm -hmm. to get somebody interested in it. So it could be an agent, it could be a producer. How very active we are, we yeah. are with this. So. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. those are all of the um, properties that we have uh, out there, either like through an agent or a producer or someone in Hollywood. And... Um, all the way down at the bottom, Jane Porter as well. She's on that list. Yep. We have um, a lot of interest in Jane. We also have we've gone to um, the degree to expand this whole program, and uh, Jim sent over a list too of the other properties that we've we've actually written some movie treatments and TV streaming treatments. So the ones that we have uh, 
movie scripts for Jungle Girl, Monster Man, Eternal Savage, Mad King, War Chief, Cave Girl, The Mucker, The Return of the Mucker, The Red Hawk, The Outlaw Torrent, Aladdin the Lion, and The Resurrection of Jimberjaw. We, we have movie scripts and we have TV scripts and we're actively trying to pursue um, you know, deals. So hopefully we'll hear something more solid in the next uh, 12 months and we'll be able to come back and tell you more. But I can tell you the the guy that's doing the Carson of Venus, he's so excited. He he wants to have everything. He's just, give me more, give me more, I want more. So he's just really, and he comes back with these great ideas of who's going to play Carson of Venus, you know, like Chris Pine and all these great big names and big actors. And so it's it could really be an amazing product that we could be really proud of. So we'll see what happens, fingers crossed. Yeah, and Jane, Jane is just so exciting, and there really is interest in that. So yeah. I'm really excited about yeah. that. I keep telling Christopher I want to develop law or yeah. Queen Nemini. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> so here is our social followings, our social accounts. If you can go on there, if you're on any social media and uh, follow us. And again, make sure you go to our website and sign up for our newsletter to make sure you hear all the breaking news. We've got so much going on, and, and it's just really an exciting time to be a part of the Edgar Rice Burroughs team. And I'm so happy and blessed and so glad to see all your wonderful faces. So thank you for coming. So anyone have any questions based on this? Yes, sir. Uh, how does the uh, past deal with Disney going to affect future TV and movie projects? For which product? For John Carter? For Tarzan? I understand Jane is still heavily merchandised as one of the Disney princesses. I think that they've given up those rights, basically. I don't think that they're... See, um, we've, we co-own the movie, and we co-own some of the art and that type of thing. But as far as Jane Porter as a character, she's ours. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, for for liter a literary Cave Girl sequel, for um, in, in, in book form you're talking, yeah yeah uh, absolutely I, everything's really wide open um, and I want to do it all <laughs> I really want to do it all it's a matter of he doesn't need to sleep does he yeah <laughs> so um, you know the authorized library is this giant initiative that we have um, and we have a lot of demand for getting those out um, and we're really going to try our best to get the Tarzan series fully published by the end of next year. I'm not, that's not a promise, <laughs> but, but that's the goal. Um, and then move on to the, the Mars series. So like that, just that alone takes up a huge amount of my time. Uh, and then uh, to produce the new books, each new book that you produce, um, if it's not just a reprint, um, it's like, there's a, it's very intensive amount of work that goes into that. So. I can only do a limited thing, but I hear you. So I'll, I'll, I will make a note, Cave Girl. Um, In fact, we didn't really talk about the authorized library. No, we didn't. So, so the authorized maybe. library, uh, for those who don't know, uh, putting out uniform hardcover editions mm -hmm. uh, with gorgeous cover art by uh, the legendary Joe Jusco. Um, who's also doing the frontispieces. We're up to book 12 in the Tarzan series. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna try to get the next four out by the end of the year. Um, so, um, or at least announced, but probably actually out and shipped um, by the end of the year. That's the goal. Um, and um, 
what else do we want to say about it? So we're printing all Talk about the back. What's in the back? What's in the back? The bonus materials. So, yes. so, so we have actually been. Ex, uh, we have a, a section of archival material. So that's Kathy's specialty. Before she was a VP of Ops, she was the uh, company's archivist, mm -hmm. um, and so she helps me gather that material uh, and select what's going to go in into the volumes. Um, but we've been expanding that as we went on. Like when we when we got the first few books out, we had we were on a very tight schedule to get those out. Jim wanted those books out by a certain time. I'm like. All right, I'll make it happen. <laughs> um, and we wanted to make them as, as good as possible, so we put these archival sections in. We wanted something uh, because a lot of people have, you know, 10 different editions of each of the titles. We wanted to put something in there that no one had ever seen before, um, something for, for everybody, uh, even the hardcore collector. So mm -hmm. we've been expanding these sections. Uh, each, I think each set of four has gotten, the section has gotten longer and longer and longer. Right. And we're pulling. Um, uh, rare manuscript pages, uh, 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 no notes from ERB's notebooks, uh, outlines, artwork that even ERB has done, but also um, artwork by uh, like the classic pulp art mm -hmm. um, and things like that. Um, and it's really special in, in um, like Henry was saying, and Henry Clonky was saying in an earlier panel, we published in previously unpublished film treatment for Tarzan and the Lost Empire by ERB that's somewhere 17 to 20 pages long. Uh, and mm -hmm. um, So we're really trying to dig in there and get some special stuff for, for you. Um, and um, yeah, and that's gonna be all of Edgar Rice Burroughs' books. We're reprinting all 80 plus yeah. books. So it's a multi-year project. And but, after Tarzan, you know, we're gonna move into... After Tarzan, we'll be moving into the Mars series. So it's very exciting. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, be, be a few years before we, we get the full set out. And we intend to keep them in print. like. We don't want that long period where ERB's works, a lot of them fell out of print. Mm -hmm. um, never again. Right. <laughs> so yeah. we really want him out there. But um, any other questions? 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 Talk. I was going to say, go with La. Nemini's dead. La? Well, Nemini's uh, dead. <laughs> La, you don't like Nemini? We can always resurrect her, you know. <laughs> Prequels. Pre you like La? Okay. Um, do you yeah. want to do that? Any of these? Yeah, sure. How do you want um, to do it? Be, um, do we want to do another? I, I don't have a question. Do you have a question to ask to give away free, a free button? Oh, put the pressure on me. <laughs> Jeez, you're the I Canon provide. guy. <laughs> There's more than just Canon. <laughs> what about something uh, archival? Or, uh, um, we didn't, we didn't, obviously didn't think this through. <laughs> but, um. Okay, what year did ERB pass away? <laughs> How many people got that? One, two, three? <laughs> We've got four buttons here. <laughs> you want to come up and have a button? <laughs> Surely someone has some, some Any question. other questions? But, um, but we will probably be doing more novellas, like I said. Um, uh, it's a little bit easier for me to process because I'm working on these other book projects. Uh, uh, developing a novella from, from scratch, the fiction, uh, is a lot easier than an than a, you know, 80 to 120,000 word novel. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, uh, and again, not everything, we have that ERB universe super arc going on, the Swords of Eternity super arc. Not everything will be that 
like that, like tied into that. We'll also have standalone projects going. We'll probably have other super arcs going uh, down the line at some point too. Uh, I am in talks for Win Eckert to do more. Um, so we haven't really discussed that in, in depth like, uh, uh, yet, but um, he, he would very much like to do more. Um, uh, Anton Serzetis, who wrote the, the bonus story in the John, new John Carter book, um, I would love her to get her to do something. I'm working with some other uh, authors uh, too to possibly do some stuff. So we have a lot, a lot planned. Mm -hmm. I did an informal survey um, online recently and asked, "What would you like to see? What like what ERB property would you like to see?" And I got a surprising number of people saying the Mucker. Mm -hmm. I did not expect that. I love that book, um, but there are a lot of people. What would what would you like to see? New new books. We got the cave girl. One vote for the cave girl. Man, the time forgot. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. What's that? Car Comac. What happened to him? Yeah. What did he go do? Yeah. That's a good one. That tales of three planets. ERB property or. T Tales, of, Tales of Three Planets was, was uh, th uh, three stories put together as an omnibus um, back, back by Canaveral Press in 1964. So it had, had Beyond the Farthest Star in it and um, Wizard of Venus and uh, Resurrection of Jimber Jaw in it. So it's just a, an omnibus, a collection. So, uh, Lee? Will these new projects all be going forward or as opposed to well, I think you'll be very interested to read Gary Grable's Mars novel that just came out. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I, everything's open. I mean, I, I've considered uh, everything. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by, you know, I'm the, the ancient Opar guy, the farmer ancient Opar guy. Um, but um, that's one interpretation of what Opar is. It would be, it'd be very interesting to, to explore Atlantis. You know, it would, and I know, I know that's something that you're interested in, uh, Lee, but, um, but uh, I've, I've, I've considered that, so. Because uh, Opar, Opar is the lost city from it, you know. Sure. Atlant yeah. Lost colony of Atlantis. Lots of opportunities. Yeah. Great. But but we do want to create new, you know, we're like we are going to explore the other ten worlds uh, of the Homo system. I'm interested. I would like to, you know, I'd like to find out like what happened to Betty Caldwell, you know, from the Amtor series. This strength, this woman who was strangely transported to Amtor. Um, uh, you know, what if we did a Betty Caldwell novel and like she goes to her a, a new world that's, you know has a very ERB feel to it, but might, maybe it's like Neptune or something, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I, I think we just need to carry the tradition on, you know, that's what we're trying to do. Right. Lee? I would point out that Edgar Rush Burroughs himself briefly mentioned the satellites of the suns of Orion <coughs> and Alpha Centauri. When, when did he mention that? Oh, okay. Okay. And I 
Yes, so Mercury may be explored in a future future <laughs> novel by a certain author who might be sitting at this table. Oh, well, <laughs> definitely not me. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> cool. Thank well, you. well uh, pick up the new John Carter of Mars book, <laughs> and you will find out. If you buy the collector's edition, you can get a Tara card, <laughs> trading card. But, okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say so. I mean, like, because I do think, and then Henry said, I strongly agree with you when I said my thesis that it was taken out because, uh, uh, you know, just demoralizing to, to, to the readership. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would say that's fair. Uh, I think there's also just, I think there's also just editing in there too, that some of it was unnecessary. I'm, I'm a long time editor and um, there were changes, places where punctuation was changed and it's just like I look at I look at ERB's punctuation. I look at what they changed it to, and I'm like, ERB's was clearer, and so I reverted the punctuation back to ERB's. You know, so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Are we? I think we're uh, done. We're a little over, I think. So okay. yeah, little, we're on time. Yeah, little bit. So, Not too bad, though. Thank you, everyone, for coming out. Yes, um, thank you. Um, You've been listening to a Pulp Event podcast, brought to you by the PulpNet, your link to the online world of the pulp magazines for over 25 years. Please visit us online at thepulp.net. Also, look for the PulpNet on Facebook and on Twitter. Thank you for listening, and keep reading the pulps. The Pulp Event podcast is copyright 2021.